Hello and welcome to the SAE Tomorrow Today podcast. I am your host, Grayson Brulte. On today's podcast, we're honored to have Nicole West, Vice President, Digital Strategy and Product, Chipotle Mexican Grill. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Hi, Grayson. Happy to be here. Oh, this is this is awesome. I love Chipotle, and so I'm super excited to, to talk all about this uh, wonderful uh, restaurant. Nicole, you started your career at Chipotle 14 years ago in Colorado. You are now based in California. Will you please kindly talk about that incredible journey? Yes, it has been uh, an absolutely incredible journey. So started with Chipotle 14 years ago. I was a member of our uh, local store marketing team. Uh, we had just about 400 restaurant locations at the time. Uh, we had been a publicly traded company for about six months, and I was in the field working with our restaurant managers um, and local community organizations, whether that's schools, science centers, botanic gardens, you know, big traffic drivers in a particular trade area like a business park, hospital, et cetera helping our local managers build relationships and explain what Chipotle is, why we're special, and help them get new customers in the door. I grew up through our marketing department. And then in 2014, we thought, hmm, maybe we should do something about this uh, e-commerce thing. It looks like, you know, this is here to stay. And we really need to have a focused sort of product approach to uh, to our digital business. So at that point, we formed uh, Digital Commerce as a business unit within our marketing team. And two of us started the business unit. We established a um, you know a product approach to technology, whereas before it had been you know more of a project based um, launch it and sort of forget it um, approach for us. And we've grown that since, obviously. Um, and now, you know, we report into our technology organization as a standalone uh, digital commerce department. Boy, did you call the e-commerce thing right? It's crazy. It's just how how much that consumer adoption of of digital ordering and digital experiences has has grown, um, and how rapidly um, that has happened and, and consumer comfort interacting with with technology and digital experiences. I got to give you a lot of credit on digital experiences because I remember in the early days, it was the BlackBerry iPhone. Oh, it's never going to work. It doesn't have a keyboard for the iPhone. It's going to be a complete failure. Everybody's going to go back to research and motions, BlackBerry. And then here, here's Chipotle. And, and you and your team say, there's this little thing called the App Store. We're going to build an ordering app. And you were the first restaurant to build an ordering app. There seems to be this trend of constantly innovating into the future. Could you talk about how you decided to create this ordering app before any other restaurant decided to? You know, in the very early days, I think um, it was more about experimentation specifically experimenting with technology and, and new ways to engage with our customers. We were the first restaurant to have an ordering app in the App Store. And we had a little bit of adoption too, which was uh, which was the cherry on top. This actually drove a little bit in terms of sales and, and incremental traffic. Now at the time, I think we had our, our sights set on maybe hitting 10% of company sales someday. Wouldn't that be incredible? We definitely would not have imagined a day when digital was 50% plus of our business. Wow. So digital is 50% of the Chipotle business? 
So in uh, Q2, digital accounted for almost 61%. I think it's 60.7% of company sales. Wow. That's, that's just truly, I don't even know what to say, but just I'm impressed. And so you're growing the, you're growing the digital business, which is obviously is doing really, I would say, frankly, extremely, extremely well. And then all of a sudden, I start reading these press releases and talking to friends of mine in the restaurant business. Chipotle decides to make another move, another lean into the future, where your CEO in 2008, Brian Nichols, stated that the drive-through concept is an interesting proposition. And then all suddenly comes the Chipotle. Is this going to lead to the next length of growth? Because in the COVID world, it just seems like Chipotle was just completely built for this new contactless society. Absolutely. Uh, Chipotle and our, our customers' adoption of Chipotle has been uh, really incredible. And the um, you're exactly right that, you know, during the pandemic and consumers' sort of desire for more contactless experiences combined with our desire for increased convenience and access, like Chipotle meets all of these criteria. So we looked at the the interesting proposition of a drive-through and you know, at Chipotle, we like to do things a little bit differently. Um, we like to innovate when appropriate, disrupt when appropriate. And the traditional drive-through approach didn't feel like the right fit for us. Um, you know, our digital business was growing. Customers had uh, um, adopted that experience and were engaging with that. Our crew members were used to running orders out of our digital kitchen. So where we landed was to innovate on the drive-through experience and Chipotle was born. And what's the feedback been from your customers on this new innovation? They absolutely love it. Um, they, you know, not only the, the, uh, the, the convenience, um, but like you mentioned, the, the contactless component of it. Our crew members absolutely love the new format as well. Um, and we're seeing, you know, very strong financial performance at these locations. So we've opened over 100 locations in the U.S. Uh, and expect that 60% of our new locations will have a Chipotle as well. So it's so it's a clear statement that this is going to continue to be part of Chipotle's growth map. It's absolutely part of our future. So as the so you start growing Chipotle's and and habits in society continuing to change, are you still predicting an incredible growth of of your digital sales? I think we're going to see continued momentum in our digital business. Absolutely. So I mentioned that you know Q two digital sales were over sixty percent of the business. That accounted for a two hundred and sixteen percent year over year growth. I think what's really incredible and special about that is that. You know, going into COVID, Chipotle was really uniquely positioned to handle this consumer shift uh, to digital. We are three years into our digital transformation. We have a very strong foundation on which this business is built that can handle the scalability the, you know, and the stability uh, and can handle the growth in demand. So between our focus on customer-centric user experience um, and that end-to-end -end customer experience for for our digital friends. Uh, yeah, I think the momentum will absolutely continue. There's no doubt that you're getting ahead of the, the trends in society, but I like the way that you're doing it where if you have a more rural or suburban location of Chipotle, but then in a more dense urban environment, you're experimenting with walk-up windows. How is that test going? 
Yeah, we opened our first walk-up window in the Wrigleyville area of Chicago, so heavy foot traffic. Um, and again, it's it's something our customers have adopted very quickly. Um, they love that new format. Um, the walk-up window is also serviced by our digital kitchen and the dedicated team to build those orders. Uh, and, and it's going really well. I, I expect we're going to see more walk-up windows in urban areas in the future. Um, you know, in the walk-up windows, Chipotle, uh, our mobile mobile order pickup shelves, you know, these innovations on the last sort of 10 feet of our experience are just as important to us as the experience you have with the front end of our app or website. And we're constantly looking for ways to innovate optimize and and remove friction there as well. So uh, the walk-up window is is one more one more step along that optimization journey. Um, packaging to better support to go and delivery would would be another. So you know the way you receive your Chipotle order is just as important to us as the the rest of that experience. I, I want to dive in a bit into Wrigleyville. So my wife from just outside of Chicago and um, I've had the ple- pleasure of going. I'm a big baseball nerd, and I think Wrigley Field's an absolute baseball cathedral. So if I go with my family and we bring our family, and we um, we get out of the Uber or the Lyft, and I can just open up the Chipotle app and say, "Okay, my daughter would like this, my wife would like this," and then we can order it. Walk up to the window. Do we have to wait a long time for that, or is this just a completely frictionless experience? We grab our Chipotle and then go into the stadium and find our seats. It's just that easy. Um, so I would agree with you. Wrigleyville is an incredible place, uh, and the stadium is absolutely a cathedral. Um, you place your digital order, and you know, within five minutes, you could be picking up at the window. So even better, if you save your family favorites uh, in your app, you can simply, in a couple of quick clicks, uh, reorder your favorite. It'll be ready at the window in five minutes. You walk up, grab it, and continue on to the stadium. Wow. So there's no none of this. Daddy, when are we going into the stadium? Daddy, when are we going? We just we just pick it up and we go. That's incredible. Should be just that simple, just that convenient and seamless. Is is that consistent digital experience carry over to the other aspect of your business? So that wonderful experience that I have with my family at Wrigley, do I have that same experience that I have in Chipotle Lane? Absolutely. Or at a location where you would choose to, you know, walk in and grab your order off our mobile order pickup shelf. Um, or when you choose to have the food delivered to you wherever you may be. So either way, you're you're going to receive a consistent, incredible experience that's 100% Chipotle. It, when the, the items, the bowls or the, the burritos or the salads, are those different packaging depending on the type of environment? So if it's Chipotle and it's more likely to go into a vehicle or if you're Picking up at Wrigley, it's more likely to be consumed while either standing up or walking. Is the packaging any different from those experiences? It's a really good question. Um, we're just beginning to experience, uh, sorry, experiment with how we can innovate on packaging to be more situational, you know, to better support uh, the delivery meal, uh, the pickup or the dine-in. So early days for us there, but I expect that we'll see something uh, really cool coming out of, of that work. I hope you call when when you do because I love to talk about that. We'll make sure we send you some. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
And several times throughout this conversation so far, you mentioned digital kitchen. Could Would you be so kind to kindly explain to um, our listeners what a digital kitchen is and how Chipotle is positioning that digital kitchen for growth of your digital business? The digital kitchen is our superpower. Uh, it is at the core of this digital business. Uh, what it is, is the dedicated team and digital make line where all of our um, mobile app, web, and delivery orders go to be prepared in restaurant. So it's a dedicated crew team of crew members who are making only digital orders and then setting them on either the mobile order pickup shelves or handing them to customers through Chipotle windows and the walk-up windows. And looking at all the different ordering experience, either in, in restaurant, uh, pickup, delivery, how are you integrating Chipotle rewards into this experience? Is that another consistency that goes across the entire spectrum of the Chipotle experience? 100% it is. So Chipotle rewards is is really central to the entire digital experience. Um, as soon as you create a Chipotle account, you're a member of Chipotle Rewards, where we reward you for ordering Chipotle. Uh, and the more you Chipotle, the more you get free Chipotle. Um, the, the response there um, has really been fascinating. Um, customers have engaged with this loyalty program um, far exceeding our expectations. Um, you know, we have over 15 million members at this point, um, and we're seeing their we're seeing uh, their habits and their behaviors change, which is is really exciting. They're they're trying Chipotle uh, in different ways um, and a little more often. Are they? Do you think trying this because Chipotle has now gone from a fast casual restaurant to which I will call a lifestyle brand, where you're an integral part of somebody's lifestyle? So I love that you're calling us out as a lifestyle brand. Um, I would have to agree, and thank you. Um, and yes, we've absolutely you know, been evolving from a traditional uh, fast casual restaurant brand engagement experience into being integrated into our customers' lifestyles. And we're doing that in a, a number of ways. Chipotle rewards uh, and the way that we interact and engage with customers is one. Uh, the fun we have with our customers on social media channels is another. Um, and then we're also offering uh, lifestyle bowls as digital only menu items. So folks who are practicing, you know, plant-based or keto or whole 30 uh, have the opportunity to order digitally, you know, highly curated meals that exactly meet their lifestyle. And we've made it super simple for them to do so. You're, you're not only winning over customers to your lifestyle brand, you're also winning over delivery drivers from comments that I've read on blogs through delivery drivers saying your mobile pickup shelves are making their life easy and they're preferring to pick up an order from Chipotle. What was the inspiration behind that to make, to simplify the, the driver's life? So a couple of things there, Grayson, you know, having delivery partners be true strategic partners is, is absolutely key to, to growing this delivery side of our digital business. Um, and that, wouldn't happen without the delivery drivers themselves. So, you know, we've taken the time to do ride-alongs with them and to understand, you know, what they love about the Chipotle pickup experience and delivery experience and where there might be some some pain points or points of friction for them. Um, and when they have an area where they can walk right in, pick up an order, they're not having to wait 
uh, for someone to take a moment and hand them something, um, they can grab it and go because the more deliveries they can make, you know, the more money in their pocket. So I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that your research has shown that, you know, they, they prefer the Chipotle um, experience and we definitely want to continue along that path. Because when you talked about your transition from Colorado to California, you mentioned community engagement. And by engaging with the driver community and going on ride-alongs, it's something that you and the entire Chipotle organization should be really proud of. And I want to emphasize that, that, you know, for our listeners, and we've interviewed Harry Campbell, who runs the Rideshare Guy blog on a previous one, and there was really no mention of companies or restaurants or organizations getting involved with drivers. So I really want to point out and emphasize that you should be really proud of that because that's something super impressive and it's only going to help you scale your delivery business. Oh, well, thank you. And when you look to the future of delivery, what is the future of delivery for Chipotle? Our customers have adopted delivery. It's become, you know, another opportunity for them to bring Chipotle uh, into their life, whether they're having that family meal uh, delivered or, um, you know, a quick lunch delivered at home as we're all in back-to-back meetings all day. Um, it's just given that added convenience for for customers to have Chipotle one more time. And, and I don't see that slowing down. I, I see that continuing to grow. You know, this year we've added uh, Uber Eats as a marketplace delivery partner, uh, as well as Grubhub. Uh, we continue our um, our partnership with DoorDash, of course, who also um, executes on the deliveries for our uh, the orders that originate in our app and website, our white label delivery partner. Um, so, you know, as we add these partners, we see that there's there's just new demand. Consumers like to have things delivered, and preferably within the hour. No, we, we consumers don't want to wait. I remember when I was a kid, you would order something from a catalog of toy and you'd have to wait months and then you would come and you were never happy with. Now, if you have to wait more than a day for something, you went around line, you're like, what's going on? This is this is not right. I want it now. It's exactly right. We recently had to wait, I think, five days for a toy to be delivered uh, that we ordered for my son. And several times a day, he's only four, several times a day, he checked the front door because he couldn't understand why on earth it was taking so many days for this toy to arrive. Um, so it felt like a lifetime to someone who's used to having everything on demand. And, and as it gets a little uh, older, my daughter's a little bit older, we have a, a Nest Cams outside and she'll open up the iPad. Okay, I, I don't see him, I don't see him. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and staying on the, the innovation and technology theme, are you seeing growth with both in Chipotle's in-app delivery option and third-party services you mentioned, such as with Uber Eats? We are. We're seeing growth uh, growth within both and our pickup business. The, the common theme throughout this conversation is Ch- Chipotle is always innovating. And we talked about delivery. We, we talked about pickup. We talked about packaging. And we haven't talked about my favorite topic is, is self-driving cars. And I see this future where... At some point in the future, you'll have a self-driving car and you could have a Chipotle branded car or you can have it uh, something delivered. Are you trying to starting to look into, you're always innovating, so there's a theme here, you're years ahead of everybody else. Are you actively preparing for a future where we have self-driving cars and there's some sort of Chipotle experience? Because to me, you're no longer a restaurant, you're a lifestyle brand. So I'll tell you a story. We experimented with drone delivery. Uh, a handful of years ago, 
um, in you know a very controlled environment. But um, we did have uh, drones delivering Chipotle orders uh, to students on on a college campus uh, for a short period of time, um, and it was a really fun uh, experiment, uh, and we learned a lot. And I think the future of self-driving cars, uh, automation, drones, robotics, um, there's so much potential there. It's hard to say where it might go. But imagine if you were in a self-driving car and you could tell that car to order you Chipotle uh, and a drone meets you at the next major intersection to drop Chipotle off for you. Who knows, right? Like that could be a future scenario. Are we working towards that? No, absolutely not. Um, but we are, you know, continuing to just experiment, to innovate, to to think big and think about what the future could be and how we can make sure that our customers are experiencing it um, in the best possible way. Well, you're definitely thinking very big. And I'll, I'll say this is that I'm impressed with your thinking, but looking three, four, five, six, seven years out, I think you 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 caught e-commerce before it exploded. The next, I think, the next growth is going to be in vehicle commerce, and something tells me that you're going to be there before everybody else doing something totally innovative. You know, I hope you're right, Grayson. Uh, right now, the solve for people ordering uh, in vehicle is they can call Chipotle and do a, a voice-based um, order with Pepper, who's our, our concierge bot. So, you know, she'd be happy to take your order through Bluetooth uh, in your car and have it ready at the location that's most convenient for you on your drive home. Pepper's clever. I like that. And I love, we've talked about, you know, a lot of the innovation I like to highlight, but are there any innovations that Chipotle is working on that we haven't spoken about yet that you would like to highlight? We're spending a lot of time really looking at the end-to-end -end digital customer experience and where we can continue to improve and optimize that experience. And we are starting to look at ways we can meet our customers where they are by offering additional points of access. I think you're going to see a lot more from Pepper. I think you're going to see a lot, a lot more in terms of voice and messaging or chat functionality from Chipotle. Um, and, you know, we're just going to be where our customers are um, so that we can be a part of their lifestyle. And that's a great way to, to segue into the wrap up. And as we look to wrap up, what would you like our listeners to take away from this conversation as it relates to Chipotle and all the incredible innovations that you and your team are doing. Chipotle is all about being real. It's real food made by real people delivering a very real experience. And whether you come into our restaurant and come through the front queue, interact with our amazing crew members to order your meal, uh, or do that through technology, we're going to make the experience consistent we're going to make it seamless, simple, um, and and easy for our customers. And it will be 100% authentic, 100% real, and 100% Chipotle, no matter where you are or how you access the brand. And as we've heard in this wonderful conversation with Nicole, Chipotle is always innovating. 
and Chipotle is a lifestyle brand that will continue to innovate into the future. So Nicole, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us all about Chipotle and the wonderful innovations that you and your team are working on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Grayson. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for listening to SAE's Tomorrow Today podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please kindly rate it, share your feedback, we love comments, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. For more information on SAE and SAE podcasts, be sure to visit sae.org forward slash podcast and follow SAE on social media at SAEINTL on Twitter and Instagram and at SAE International on Facebook and LinkedIn. SAE International makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. The information and opinions are for general information only. SAE International does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast.